you've got to create um, something so shareable. This is Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast, episode 97. You're listening to Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast, brought to you by the fine folks at Response Suite. Right, so I've heard about this new thing. What, called, what is it? It's called a podcast. What? And apparently what you do is you record your voice yes. and then people listen to it. Is it, it like a cassette? Like a cassette, like a song, but there's no singing in it. What's the point in that? It's never going to catch on. <laughs> hey, this is Rob and Kennedy. Hello. From Response Suite. And welcome to Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast. Yes. In fact, we like podcasts so much, we made another one and then another one after that. <laughs> we did. We did. If you're not already a listener to the Email Marketing Show, our podcast all about email marketing, I think you're going to get absolutely loads out of it. We're getting such good feedback from it and we've got some great guests on their way as well. So go check it out on your favorite podcast player, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. At the risk at the risk of overwhelming you with Robin Kennedy-ness, you can also subscribe to our podcast where we give you the Response Suite feature upgrades every week as neck. we release new features into the Response Suite app. Again, you can find that on your favourite podcast players as well. I, I imagine just search for the word Response Suite will probably come up. Easiest thing to do with all these things, just go to blog.responsesuite.com and you'll see all the links to that stuff there. So podcasting really is excellent. And it's actually only when we started a podcast that I really got to grips with what it was, where it fits, what Let's the point be honest, of it was. You didn't know what a podcast was. No, I knew it was recorded audio clips, but I didn't understand, well, what's different about that from recording your voice and putting like what's special about a what podcast? Is a podcast? Yeah. Okay, okay. But I have to say, like, we we love it. But one of the big problems we've come with with podcasting is the fact that we have sort of asked a lot of people, you know, what are the new ways and the interesting ways that we can grow our podcast following? Because we always want more. We always want more listeners. And so nobody ever was able to quite give us anything as a particularly unique or different answer. It was like, you know, do good stuff. Yeah. Good, do good content, put it on social media, build it and they shall come. Done. Uh, Until this episode was a really great, great, great eye-opening episode. It really was a massive episode. In fact, before we go into any of that, let's go into Rob's all important quote of the week. Yes, because as they say, a winter day's sun blisters only like the moon. I like that a lot. You've put a lot of thought into that, I can tell. Mm. Yeah, lovely. Deep. deep. Very, very deep. Very deep. So, yes, we were talking. So this episode, we get we got to speak to Mark Asquith. If you don't know who Mark is, Mark is the guy who's behind Captivate, which is a fabulous, amazing podcast hosting platform. So you can go check those guys out. He sees a lot of podcasts. He sees the really well and successful and growing ones. And he sees probably some that are sort of dribbling along. And so in this episode, he shares with us a really good level of insight as to how to make one of your podcasts. If you've been thinking about doing a podcast or if you have a podcast, but you'd like to do more with it, I think you're going to get loads out of this because we actively made significant changes to the way we promote this show and the email marketing show podcast because of the advice that we got from this recording and from this interview, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Completely changed what we were doing as the sort of primary piece of promo. So uh, that's probably teased you enough. I think you need to go and check this out. So uh, let's have a listen to Mark. Mark, welcome to Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast. How are you? I'm quite all right. Thank you, chaps. How are you guys today? Very good. And excited, excited to have you here. Have you yeah. here. This is yeah. going to be awesome because yeah. we're going to chat about podcasting. Obviously, it's a thing we do. As podcast owners, though, we get bombarded with all these words like downloads and subscribers and all these stats we need to know. And I think a lot of the time people don't know what they should be focusing on and what really constitutes what. Mm. So can you kind of clear some of that up for us? What, what are these things? What's important? What should we actually be measuring? 
Well, I think it's, it's not really a case of what should we be measuring. It's just, it's a case of how we should be trending. So what you've got to think about here is that like every, every download that you get theoretically represents a listener. Now, that's obviously not the case all the time. It's really a little bit more complex than that. Um, but that's the notion is that in theory, every download is representative of a listener. So if all you're doing is chasing the downloads, what you're not doing is serving the listener. So that's what we should be really focused on is actually connecting that one person to you and then that one person to the next person and so on and so forth so that you end up really with an audience. You know, it's not just downloads, it's an audience of people. Um, So the general metrics that I tend to focus on are actually quite straightforward. Like there's a lot of the vanity metrics that you can use such as you know, the number of downloads across the life of the podcast, which you'll see all the big entrepreneurs putting out like, yeah, we've had 10 million downloads. Well, that's amazing. That's really, really good. Like I've spent 10 million quid, but I've not got 10 million quid. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that, who cares about that? And then what you tend to see is like, yeah, we get, uh, you know, we get hundred down, hundred thousand downloads per month. Like again, that's a brilliant stat, but the, like, does it really matter? Probably not. As long as that's going up, it's not really a, it's not really a stat that we should care about as long as it's going up. So what I tend to tell people to focus on is, is two things when it comes to the metrics. And, and we, we're lucky that we, we approach this kind of thing um, here at Rebel Base Media as well with the products that we put out. We, we, we advocate for two things. Number one, the number of downloads that each episode gets within a 28-day period, because that is the period that advertisers look for because that's how radio was bought and ergo that's how, sadly at the minute, podcasting is bought. Okay. Um, but it's also a really good indication of broadly the number of potential subscribers that you may or may not have. So, you know, if we release this episode now and within 28 days, it's got X amount of downloads, you know, that's the number that you should be checking. Is that going up the next time I release an episode? Because if not, well, we're probably not marketing it properly. The second metric that, that not all hosting and analytics providers provide, but we do, um, I think we might be one of the only ones, if not the only one, is the average number of downloads that your, your show gets across the board per day. Now, it's not a metric that you really need to focus on too much, but I use that as a quick barometer. So when I log into Captivate to look at the analytics for my podcast, I do that on my phone. And the only stat that I really care about is has the average number of downloads that I've got per day gone up from 500 to 501, from 1,000 to 1,001, from 10,000 to 10,001? That's the real kicker is what is that average number per day um, so those two metrics, I think are the big important ones. So I think there's something interesting to pull from that is that let's imagine that each episode you've got has like a, this week's episode has a thousand, uh, downloads and next week's episode has a thousand downloads. If those thousand people who listen to this one and a thousand people listen to next week are two are, are like different people altogether. Yeah. Cause you've not, only got Mark's fan base right. here this week. And, and we only had Janet week. Murray last week. Right. And, and the next week's got... another thousand, sure. a different thousand people. And yeah. they're never coming back and listening to another episode. That's not serving you in your business at all. Um, well, there's a couple of things to dissect with that. Um, I published an episode recently, which I think was episode 64 or 63 of the podcast accelerator, which was do big name guests make a difference to your downloads? Honestly, the answer is no, they don't. Um, so that's like the first part of that to just dissect is that you're not going to get my audience. You're going to get your audience because they come, they come for you. Um, and unless I hammer the share and you might get a little bit of a spike, but you're not going to get anything too major because the percentages don't stack up and you know, that's, that's maybe something to go into uh, later. Mm. Um, but the key thing with that is, is, is you've got to kind of figure out 
you know, why are people coming back? It's not necessarily um, the same people listening all the time. And the industry at large, and, you know, as included at Rebel Base Media with, with the Captivate product and the other stuff that we're doing, we're trying to figure out what people look like. You know, we're trying to figure out what's the, what's the profile of a person and how can we figure out if this is the same person coming back. Um, and we've got various ways of doing that one. So sadly at the moment, the only thing that you can really count on is getting that episode downloads per episode up. And that's, that's really the only, I think it's the most reliable metric in podcasting because it's the one that you can affect by testing that you get pretty instant feedback on. Um, but just as a little side note to that, the industry at large and certainly some of the stuff that we're doing is, is trying to demystify some of what the people look like, um, which I know is a really crappy answer. Like I know it's really, we just want to know the answer, but honestly, the industry is still learning this stuff, you know? Yeah, of course. It's, it's it's not like you can sort of collate all of the, the the IP addresses and stuff like that. It's not as simple as that, really, is it? Because you've got different players, and the and these you you are relying on what the player is going to give back to you and stuff, I suppose, as well. So we're talking about this. We're sort of talking around this topic of acquiring listeners and stuff. And I want to know what your sort of insights and what your thoughts are on how we do that. That sort of audience growth element of putting a podcast together. Yeah, well, I think the big the big thing to remember here is that you know the, people always want to go from nothing to a subscription. So that's like walking in mm. to a car dealership and the dealer giving you the keys. It's just like that just doesn't work. You get the old Daniel Larusso being a bit of a tool. You get him trying to sell you a car. You get all that sort of stuff, and you go through this process with that salesman. It's a back and forth, isn't it? Mm. And then you decide whether you like the person, and if you don't like the person, you bail and you get your car from somewhere else. It's not about the car. Um, and that's the same situation with buying anything, a TV, response suite, Captivate. It's the same process. It's called marketing. And this is what people forget with podcasting because it's content and it's audio. So we should just be able to put it online and we just, as long as we just keep producing episodes, surely more and more people will listen. But we know that that's just not the case. Otherwise, everyone would be buying our products without any marketing. So the thing we've got to figure out is, like what triggers people to move through a cycle? You know, if you think about a sales funnel, you know, you go top to bottom or a value ladder, you go bottom to top. And we've got the same process with podcasts, but no one thinks of this. No one does this. Everyone just says, well, you know, we're going to put a social media post out. We're going to put a little tweet out. We might do one of those fancy little kind of audiograms that do absolutely nothing. And what we're going to do is expect someone to subscribe. Ain't never going to happen. Ain't never going to happen. Because maybe half a percent of people will do it. Because you're asking people too much. It's like walking into your office and me coming to response to it and saying, look guys, uh, nice to meet you. I'm Mark. Can I borrow you for one hour without any context? Like you'd tell me to get out or you'd send me to the website or you'd send me to a, you give me a pitch deck or you'd give me a demo or you give me something. So what we're going to do is adopt the same approach in podcasting. You know, we've got to take people from being um, essentially not knowing anything about you to being a bit of a lurker, mm. to being familiar with you. So just taking that one step and dipping the toe in the podcast, which is not a 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 minute episode. It's a trailer, a 90 second trailer that has got no risk to them. They're, you know, they only lose 90 seconds of their life if they don't like it. Yeah. Are you saying we should produce one of these little trailers for every episode or, it, or do we have a 90 second trailer for the whole show? I'll get to that in a second because um, that's a really good question. Um, but then we've got to move people through and curate content. So in the, in the trailer, I've just done it today. Um, I've spotlighted a, a guy called Steve Lazarus and I've dropped his episode trailer into my feed. 
Um, and I've recommended that people check out a certain episode after the trailer. And then, you know, in the, in the episodes, we've got to make it easy to know how they can subscribe by telling them that it's free. So it's this process through. Um, and, and a big key component, as you mentioned, right, sorry, is this trailer, this trailer idea where what you'll do is you'll say to someone, right, okay, here's a trailer for my show, which is a 90 second dead simple format that anyone can produce. And I like to think of trailers as, as, as having kind of two options. You know, if you want to produce a trailer, there are two distinct formats that I would advise you, you pick from, and then you just produce. Number one, produce a 90 second trailer and you can copy this. Just get a pen, everyone, write it down. Just copy this. In 90 seconds, tell people the name of your podcast, when you publish it, where people can subscribe, how much it costs to subscribe. Hint, it's free. Tell people um, what you talk about on the show, broadly, roughly how long each episode is and who the heck you are. Like, Why should they listen to you? And then put that online. That should be the trailer for your show. And everyone should have one of those. You know, Everyone was being advised a couple of years ago to produce this episode 000. That's gone. That's rubbish. Don't do that anymore. It's the trailer. All right. You need the trailer. Then the second option is if you want to do something a little bit like for you guys, for example, you've got an amazing arsenal of content. You've got an amazing, amazing show. You've got just a pile of episodes. So spend half a day creating a real, what I call like a cinematic version of your trailer where you, you know, you'll drop in a tidbit from Teresa, you'll drop in a little tidbit from Biz Paul and from me and from someone else and from someone else. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this cinematic highlight reel that's 20 minutes, uh, sorry, 20 minutes, that's um, got 20, 30 guests on it, sentence each, it's 90 seconds or two minutes long and put that out as a show trailer or put them both out. You can have as many trailers as you want. And then if you really want to go a bit deeper, Absolutely. If you've got the editing capacity, create a trailer for each show and for each episode. So what you can do is you can say, look, Mark Asquith, this is where he says that this is BS. Put that into a trailer. Publicize the trailer with a call to action. And if you use something like Captivate for your host and you can put a call to action in your player to listen to the full episode. Um, so that's, that's a much better flow because what people tend to do is they'll stick it on Instagram, they'll stick it on Twitter and they'll go, listen to this full 40-minute episode. Like, not a chance. Not a chance, guys, because I'm going to listen to something that I know and trust because I've only got 45 minutes on my commute. I want to make sure that I'm going to get what I want from it. Love that. Um, so that's a big rant on trailers. Yeah, I love that. And I'm just wondering now, where does the trailer fit in in terms of, okay, you might bang it on, let's say, Facebook. And then would you put ad spend behind that or it, is that not where the trailer fits? Oh, we're gonna. This is this is this is gonna get deep. Um, so, put yourself in, folks. I just strap you. Yeah, we're gonna be here a while. Um, might need to do a trailer for this episode. Um, <laughs> so, we, the world where Mark Asquith. <laughs> that was amazing. You can do all my trailers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You were saying one man. I like this. Um, so, I came up with this concept last year or this year, sometime in the past, um, of the podcast discoverability triangle. And it was a way to visualize um, the three types of marketing campaign that every podcaster should create. Um, very quickly, here's how people market podcasts. They create a podcast episode, schedule a pile of shares, maybe email the list, and then get back on and produce another episode. They just do that. If they do 100 episodes a year, they just do that 100 times. Then they might tell a few people about it, stick a bit of ad spend into it, maybe. But that's not going to work. So I believe there are three pillars to this marketability of a podcast. Pillar number one is you've got to create a campaign that runs forever 
and that educates people that haven't got a clue about podcasting. So there's people that want survey software, that are marketers, that have got no idea that podcasting exists. You need to use your skills mm. and you need to use your podcast as the example in educating people who will want your content that podcasting is a way to get content generally. Number two, the second pillar, the second point on the triangle is you need to educate people who know about podcasting, but that do not give a crap about you, that don't know you, that honestly don't care whether your podcast exists or not. You've got to make them care. So that's the second part of it. You need a campaign that runs all the time to do that. And then the third thing is um, individual episode level stuff. You've got to create um, something so shareable. Like I'm very careful when I'm talking. Like you'll notice I'm quiet. I'm not saying that man, maybe you shouldn't do episode zeros. What I'm saying is that that is rubbish because that gives you a soundbite that you can use. And it's strong. It's, a, it's evocative. It's going to divide people. So you guys can take a quote. Like I'm not going to be gray and sit on the fence. I could do and give the same info. Right. But what you need to do is, is, is develop a format and a concept that draws this kind of content out and then create episode level marketing that is divisive, that is evocative, and that makes it very, very easy to get a hold of, which brings me right back to the trailer idea. Like if you're picking a trailer and you're, you're deciding, should we do episode level trailers or show level trailers or both? I talked about this at Retain. Like do both because if I'm giving you an amazing soundbite, don't put 45 minutes worth of an episode on Twitter because no one is touching it. Right. Instead, put a 90 second trailer. Make sure it's over a minute because then it'll count towards your downloads. Make sure it's over a minute and put me in there ranting and, 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 and construct a marketing campaign for that week, which is all around me ranting. Like, do you, do you, do you agree with Mark? You know, do you disagree with Mark? Is he talking? So it's basically creating engagement content off the back of the, of the, of the subject matter in the actual episode, right? Yeah, but drop the trailer. So you drop the trailer. Now, the cool thing with this is that you can measure that. What do we all want as marketers? Mm. We want measurability. Mm. And you know, it, it, we need to be able to say how many people listened to the trailer, how many pe people went through to the episode. We can see, so again, with a cap Captivate player, without sounding like a plug, we track um, specific embedded plays from Twitter. So if you embed your podcast player on Twitter, someone plays that trailer on Twitter, your analytics in Captivate will say, you've had 5,000 listens of that trailer from Twitter's embeddable player. Uh, you can start to see them. Well, wait a second. We got 5,000 of those, but then there was only 500 listens to the actual episode. Let's so get back to marketing. Need, need call to action then and move people through. Yeah. And you test it. You split test it. Well, here's version one of the trailer. Here's version two of the trailer. Here's version three, version four. So you then become the marketer, the podcast marketer. Love and that. That's where you get the edge. People aren't doing it. I love that. And I'm just thinking about, you could create multiple trailers. And funny you said about testing them, you could do, we were just saying actually that we could do like a, a version of the trailer, which is just Rob and I talking about the guests and how amazing they are and that you should tune into the podcast. You do another version, which is the ranty bits or the bits of the content with the guest. And then you could do both of those things in video format as well. And now you end up with a sort of four dimensions of, of, of testing. To, to, one, it creates really good content that allows you to keep your channels alive and keep people engaging with different sort of modes of learning and engagement, but also allows you to test those things, which I think is incredible. Yeah. And it's that connectivity. You know, people, like I said, people say, look, I've got a new podcast episode. No one cares unless they care. And what I'm talking about there is that this is a binary. It's not a maybe maybe I care. It's, I don't care or I do care because I love you guys. You know, that's the, they're the only, it's like a switch. 
But we've got to move people into that curious zone. And the way to do that is to put 90 seconds of me saying that episode 00 is dead. You'll get all the podcasters on the planet either saying yay or nay to it. They're not going to say maybe. They're going to say yay or nay. And those that do say maybe will want discussion. And discussion is where audience building happens. So... Are there some strategies with these trailers that you've seen working really well or you've used yourself in terms of getting people to like share the trailer and say, you know, come and have a look at this and keep that conversation going further than just on your Facebook page or on your Instagram? So I think the tra- it's a little bit different with the trailers. Um, it's a little bit dif- different with the trailers. Um, there's a couple of ways that I can take this one, but I'm going to go with this. Audiograms are crap. And the... <laughs> reason that I'm saying this is that it's out of context. You imagine, right? So you sat at home on a Sunday afternoon, you've got your Skybox on and you, 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 you turn over onto Sky Moves and Harry Potter and the Prince of, or whatever it's called, Prisoner of Azkaban is on. You've got Gary Oldman looking a little bit scraggy. You're one sentence. You're like, <laughs> honestly, can't be bothered watching this because I've missed the beginning. I've missed the end. Right. What's different about podcasts? Nothing. So we're out of context all the time. Mm. So I do give merit, and this is where it links back to your question, I do give merit to um, more engaging content. That while you, like, If you're a solo podcast, you have the time to be able to create content. If you're an interview podcast, you guys have me right now. Mm-hmm. So what that means is, at the beginning or at the end, probably at the end because you know, you've got us warmed up, stop the interview and record three lots of a one-minute soundbite and use that on Instagram that is dedicated, that is specific, that is in context with itself. But let's say, for example, like Gavin Bell, great podcast. He always opens up with, with a random question, you know, record that separately and then say, look, to listen to, to, to find out the answer to this, go and listen to the full episode. So it's in context. You're not just grabbing a piece. I mean, like I love repurposing, but like a lot of it is, is, like it's a little bit lazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I think there's no, a lot of repurposing, unless it's done right, is just us patting ourselves on the back that we've put something on YouTube. <laughs> so we've got to, we've got to be more contextual with it. And don't get me wrong. I, 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 there is merit in repurposing in the most passive sense, but you guys have me get four lots of a one minute, one minute, 30 piece mm-hmm. of content that you can use to funnel in. Now that will get the engagement. And as, here's an example of how you can do it. Janet Murray does this really, really well. Right. So I like Star Wars. I like marketing. I'm literally making this up as I go along. So I like Star Wars. I like marketing. There's no reason that with just a little bit of extra research, you guys couldn't have found that out and the other hosts couldn't have found it out. You could ask me very easily at the end. All right. In less than 90 seconds, Mark, tell me if you were to be commissioned by any Star Wars character to market their personal brand, which would you choose and why? Mm-hmm. And then you can use that to create a question, you know, on Instagram. Actually, which would you choose? Which did Mark choose? Comment here. You know, let me know. Is it A, B, or C? You, there's so much you could do with that content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've literally just made that up. I'm gonna. I might use that. I love that. That's great. That's great. This is fantastic. By the way, which Star Wars character would you go for? <laughs> Easily Yoda. <laughs> Imagine that. that. Sounds great in your accent. <laughs> yeah. Hello, this is Yoda. It's in Yoda. <laughs> do you Come do listen. the of Yoda? <laughs> so, <laughs> hang on, that was uncanny. <laughs> Someone yeah. did call me the Yoda of podcasting and I, I didn't know what I, th- I don't know what I thought about that. It looks really old, is almost about to die, is small and green, or is very wise. And I didn't know which way to go with that. I'd go with the second one. Yeah. And that's what they said. The little jacket hoodie thing. <laughs> it is that actually. I do. Yeah. People call it. People call me that. Are you getting your Yoda jacket out today? 
<laughs> so you were saying that those audiograms are out of context, which is really interesting. Now, talking of things that are totally out of context, we're going to go ahead and interrupt this episode to play our little game that we play. And here's how it works. Very simple. My colleague Kennedy here. Hello. That's him. He's Hello. going to sing a song for you now, Mark. But he's going to sing a song in the style of a traditional British pub singer. Now, normally I pick the song. Today, Grace, here in our office, has actually chosen this song and just popped the lyrics there Thanks, on Kennedy's Grace. screen. So... <laughs> what I'd like you to do now is uh, he's going to sing a song in the style of a pub singer and your oh, job at the end is hey. simply to guess what song Kennedy has sung. So, Squire, take it away. That was the worst you've ever done. I think it sounded bang on. Really? All right, let's just let's just run that one again though, because I think I think uh, I just there was an advert in there. It was on the radio. What? Let's do this, just do that one again. That was the chorus line. That was like the. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, is it Cotton Eye Joe? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is Cotton Eye. Have you hacked into our computer or something? Because there's no way. You're either Mystic Man. He's bloody Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way you delivered it I was like wait a second that sounds like Cotton Eye Joe delivering <laughs> of a wonderfully overpaid pub singer yeah <laughs> see there that you go outstanding. I, I love that I love that. that okay so let's imagine we've got a podcast and we'll get, this is going to be our final question in the interview and that is if if you were, you've got a podcast right now and you're thinking, I really want to have a bump in listenership. What's the one thing you would do just to shift the needle even a little bit what would you do? I would take every, and this is going to be completely against what anyone imagines. I would take all the people that you know in person, face to face, real life, can handshake with, and I would go and get them. I would get a microphone, I'd get a recorder, plug it into my iPhone, and I'd go out and I'd talk to them. And then I would ask them to share that with the people that they do business with that would benefit from hearing them on my podcast. I wouldn't make it about me. There you go. There you go. I love it. Absolutely love it. We're now going to head into what we lovingly refer to as the quickfire round. Hey, hey, you don't want to miss out on more of these fabulous nuggets, do you? Make sure you subscribe to the Three Marketers Podcast now on your podcast player. So first of all, Mark, give us a book that you recommend. Not a Star Wars book. Um, I'd recommend Ask by uh, the old Ryan Levesque. And I think that ties in with what you guys do beautifully. It's a wonderful book. Yeah, it's very good. And what is one of your top success habits? Something that you do regularly? Uh, don't worry about when people are absolute asses. You know, when you get people that you, you, can't, you can't do business with people that you don't get along with. So just That's don't true. worry about it. Huh, very cool. Um, can you give us, uh, sorry, an entrepreneur or a marketer that you really look up to? Oh yeah, definitely. I think um, in terms of marketing, there's Teresa Heath Waring, who you guys know, and also Anne Handley. I think she does wonderful work. Mm. And what are your favorite apps that you rely on and you think everyone else absolutely needs to know about? Shameless plug, Captivate, which is our hosting platform. But uh, we actually use just the, 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 entire, the entire business is run on Trello. So I would just, I'd be lost without Trello. Very cool. Big important question now, so think very carefully. Who do you like more, red-haired Rob or platinum-haired Kennedy? I think Kennedy's got the better singing voice, but I think Rob's the better looking of the two. So maybe if I could merge them together. He's got taste as well. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Finally, (laughs) finally, mate, where can folks go to find out more about you, your products and what you're up to? 
Uh, just give us a little tweet at Mr. Asquith. That's the best way. Then I can answer any questions and uh, we can just have a bit of conversation. So you can just, you know, Rebel Base Media, do a Google for that or do a Google for Captivate or whatever. But yeah, just at Mr. Asquith on social and just let's chat over there. Gorgeous. Okay. Absolutely love it. Thanks for your time, man. And thanks for your insights. Thank you guys for having me. You do a wonderful job of this. You're fantastic host. So congrats on everything you're oh. doing. Cheers! That makes so much sense, doesn't it? And it's no wonder once we did the interview, we went away and immediately started doing these trailers to give short bursts. You've probably seen them that that we've been doing, these little trailers where we talk about this is what's coming on in the show, giving people a low level of commitment of, I'll watch you for 60 seconds to give you a chance before I'll figure out whether I want to commit 20 to 25 minutes with you. It's like those quick trailers they play for the late night chat shows. That's like how we think of ours, isn't it? Like tonight yeah. on Graham Norton. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's great. So we actively applied it. One of the things we've been getting better at, I think, as well, is taking the advice of the guests on the show and actually go and apply it. We actually ha- now have a commitment that after every episode we record, every interview we record, we write down the one actionable point that we're going to go and do something with because we may as well take action on the stuff that's going on in here. And we hope you do the same thing too. If you haven't already, make sure you do. Hit subscribe so you do not miss another episode. And while you're in your podcast player, hit and subscribe. And while you're listening to this, go subscribe to the email marketing show. In fact, before you even commit to that, just listen to the beginning of one and let us know what you think of the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. So thanks for joining us for this episode. We'll see you right back here and over at the email marketing show as well. We will, but remember, if you want to see the show notes of this episode, you'll find them over at blog.responsesuite.com slash zero nine seven. Beautifully saved there because I missed it. You did, you did. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We're here. Teamwork. Right, see you next week. Don't miss a thing. Miss a thing. Check out the show notes at blog.responsesuite.com.